Aesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric, and this is Randy. Hello. Today, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, mostly because we skipped a couple weeks, but also because of a, a little event that happened today. Uh, so we're going to talk about all that. Everything. <laughs> Everything from... All-inclusive. Uh, All-inclusive. We got this Apple event, uh, new iPhone, blah, blah, new... New everything, dude. New all everything. of the things. Got all the things. I got the Apple website up. We can let's just roll right into the Apple stuff right since it, uh, it's kind of the new hotness right yeah, now. Dude. I want to talk about folds. We never talked about folds on the podcast yet because we got no. Dude, we, we never we talked about folding phones. No, ever. no, it's but wild, we right? we haven't talked about the the fold four <laughs> since we got them. True. You true. know, so like it's kind of sucky because like I wanted to have that podcast like where we could talk, like rant about the folds, but yeah. now we have an Apple event. So like, yeah. let's just get through the Apple event so we can talk about what matters. You know, true. Uh, so <laughs> first things first, I got the Apple website up. Uh, I'll just pull it up here. Uh, I iPhone fourteen Pro, iPhone fourteen, like and fourteen plus. I guess is what they're calling the big one. Yeah, that's uh, weird, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's not why Max. Are we, I don't know. Like the whole, the, the whole, just like naming scheme is weird to me. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I'm sure they know better. I'm sure that they have marketing teams and marketing experts who. Bro, we will talk about the because one of the things I thought was weird was uh, the new Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah, I thought that name was weird too. I I didn't want to bring it up because I wanted to wait till like the watch section. But, yeah, uh, I'm just gonna run down I the it was lineup weird too. And then we'll get into each thing one at a time. So let's see. We got iPhone 14 Pro, iPhone 14. We got AirPods Pro update. Uh, Apple Watch, what, Series 8? Series 8. And Apple Watch Ultra. And uh, I guess Apple Watch SE was updated a little bit too. Yeah. And uh, that's I kind of stepped away for that one, so I don't really know what was updated on the SE. Maybe you can... Uh, to be honest, I'm not really in the market for the SE, so I kind of just like I'm not toned, in the market for anything. I toned it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if I was looking, I'm still interested in like what like the bleeding edge products right. are, but I what don't really care about like is. this like yeah this like segment because I feel like they're not really doing any innovation in this segment and sure. like that watch SE, but like the the Series Eight and the Ultra we can talk about. So which product sure. do we want to talk about first, man? Because we got like well, a couple. let's just go in the order of the of the. Uh... Of the event. So, yeah, Yeah. they started with, uh, I guess, Apple Watch Series 8. And uh, I got it up on the screen, uh, Apple Watch Series 8. We got um, basically, when I saw this, I was like, okay, this looks like no different. This is the same watch we have already. Yeah. Does it still run the same SOC? Well, let me click on the Learn More segment and see what we got here. Go past the fluff, get into the specs. If I can even do it. Um, let me scroll down. See if I can get what they put out on it. They, You know, one of the things that I'm seeing here is they just rehashed the same features they already have. Yeah, we kind of talked about that, right? Like, they were yeah. showing off, even in the keynote, like, features that have, been, that, that have come out, like, two and three years ago. Yeah, it's not really any different. So, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, if they have a new SoC, like, I don't see a way to tell on their right. website but uh i i think it's called like what the s6 or the s7 i don't know oh yeah the chip inside right i don't right. know if they have an infograph like uh, let me see if i can see something i don't know they didn't really like flex it from what i remember 
but I was just tuning out. Like the design to me, it's like there was nothing wrong with the last watch. Right. And the new features that this watch added uh, didn't really excite, you know, like didn't really get me pumped or anything. I think like for us, they, they could really only improve this by giving us a new design or like better battery life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's not really much more that we need out of a smartwatch. Sure. Like the fitness features are cool, but like, you know, I, I know that you're hyped about like stuff like sleep tracking and stuff, but like, I do like sleep tracking. Yeah. I really and enjoy it. a big, big part of that is like, give me a better battery. Right. So sure. I don't have to like put it on the charger as much. So right. like, that's really the only thing I was really hoping for. Is like battery improvements or a design change, and I feel and like it seems the series like we didn't 8, get that in the series eight. No, neither but, things. I mean, the follow up product though is a little bit more interesting, right? So I the, think it's a lot interesting. Did you see the leaks for this? I saw the design leaks, but I didn't really, yeah, see any of the features. So uh, new, it's a little bit different design. I mean, it's much like the old one, right? Like mm-hmm. same bands obviously work and everything. Uh, but like the shape's a little bit different. You got like this uh, on the side here. You have like it kind of sticks out on the side, and the button kind of protrudes, which is supposedly going to make it easier with gloves and stuff uh, to be able to manipulate the watch. Um, Forty nine millimeter. That's huge. Uh, I was talking beefy. to Kelly about that for a little bit, and uh, what's interesting to me is like, how is that going to look on like girls' wrists? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I know. I don't think it is. Like, like, do girls not be active, bro? Uh, Yeah, I guess not, dude. Like, I was kind of disappointed that there's only one size because, I sure. mean, as, like, even me, I, I don't really like the... There, I don't know if you remember, but there was, like, a, a period where, like, giant watches were a thing. And yeah, I was like never ju- really... Like, during that Invicta time, dude. Yeah. And, like, I just never really liked that because, like, to me, it's not really practical to wear this massive thing on my wrist sure like i already bumped my wrist into everything so like to me i don't really care if it's a big watch i just want it to be readable and like amanda though she's got like twig arms mm-hmm. so, so does kelly she hates super like big the wrist, big though. apple watch like super big yeah i mean i like a, a larger watch i don't mind uh like i just don't want it to be like obnoxiously large uh right. so i'm like okay with the larger apple watch the larger like uh, what is this one we got now? It's the uh, the Galaxy Watch Four watch 5 Pro. Yeah, Watch Five Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Watch Five Pro. It's it's got it kind of stands taller than it does. I would kind of like, but it it doesn't bother me. Right? I don't think that we can be that guy though, right? Like we can't be that guy that says we prioritize battery life and we want a bigger battery life, and then they give it to us, and then we complain because the watch is bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm like, I I will still take the battery, right? Same, like, same. I'm happy would, with that. I would 100% take the battery over a, a slimmer profile any day of the week. Yeah. And, and like I, mean, I said, I, I already have big wrists. Yeah. So. It's kind of obvious that's what they've done with this watch, right? Like, look right. how it's got, like, almost the same profile as their previous one, but its right. screen, like, is just, like, extruded out. Mm-hmm. So they clearly made room for a bigger battery and... That's cool. I mean, okay, you know, right. I'm okay with that. You know, it's weird because the Apple Watch uh, has had kind of a rounded screen, but now on this one, it's like flat as a result. You, you see how that is? And I do. Uh, so yeah. it's a little bit different, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Like the rounded screen kind of has like this, like, 
cool quality to it. So it's going to be a different watch, you know? Um, what do you think of the new button, dude? I Action like the button. button. Like, like, I'm a big fan of that orange color anyway, but, like, here's the problem with me. Like, I know what you're uh, going to say. As you know, when it's a podcast made now, I have, like, still do. Like, yep. And this is no exaggeration. I have, like, 60 Apple bands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. getting that to match is not going to be, you know, something that, like, I'm looking forward to <laughs> if yeah. I was buying them, if, if, if I was in I know the market what you for mean. that. Yeah. So, like... I kind of liked when they would stick with like neutral colors, but like orange is really predominant and like, I get it right. Like, like, like orange kind of fits in that, in that Sporty, space of like sportiness of. And, and outdoorness and ruggedness and stuff. Yes. Like I, I, I like orange a lot, but like that's not, that's going to be hard for a fashion accessory. So, you know, what's you know funny what I mean? is, um, I said this exact same thing when mm-hmm. they added the red ring to the right, Apple watch. Right. Uh, they changed it for this one. It's orange, so that's good. It matches, but, um, but yeah, like it's funny that like it's like okay, I can deal with the red ring, but this orange huge buttons a little bit more. It's yeah. louder, right? It kind of crosses the line mm-hmm. a little bit. So yeah, I it, it's a huge statement to have that big orange. It button. is. It is. So and you know, I don't know if you noticed, but 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 that red ring is orange on that watch as well. Yeah, yeah, I do see that, and I like that. At least they color matched. I do like that, yeah, because um, if it was red, it would look weird, right? Yeah, it would have been tacky, so I'm glad that they kind of matched the two sides. I really like this color. This, like, it's the same exact kind of look as the Galaxy Watch. I'm so jealous of that, dude. Uh, I, yeah. I should have the titanium. But, oh, yeah. but, like, their website cucked me, you know? Yeah, it didn't give you good product shots of it, so it looked kind of lame. But, like, some of the shots did it proper and then some didn't you know that's kind of where they had a misstep on it they they weren't consistent with their with the appearance of it but this looks exactly the same kind of color this titanium and i i kind of dig this color i do too absolutely i'm super jealous like like when when you showed me an an actual picture of yours i was like oh man i goofed yeah it's almost as if like samsung had like inside information onto what apple was gonna do and they just like we're gonna do it first yeah I mean, <laughs> you know yeah it, it's kind of funny i'm, I'm I sure just they have also like... point out too you know just playing devil's advocate a, a, a little bit here that i love the watch ultra and if i were in the apple camp i would 100 percent buy one yes but um they're giving us the same materials as the watch 5 pro and they're charging significantly more but I also do want to say that I think the watch ultra is cheaper than I expected it to be given all the t- sensors inside of it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think that, um, and, and we would have to look at the spec sheet side by side, but there was a couple like advantages that the Apple watch ultra was kind of like touting. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, Hey, we have like more GPS, like uh, d- dual band, dual frequency GPS now for like super accurate location. That's really cool though. I like that because yeah, um, it, it is even good. driving in New York. I'm not sure if you've ever done it, but like GPS does not work there. Just because of the tall buildings and stuff. I and, don't know if it's because of the tall buildings or because it's literally like congested. You yeah. know, I mean? like there's so many people using GPS. I I would imagine that maybe it's like you know a combination. Right, but um, uh, I could tell you like right now that uh, if you ever drive to New York and you're like, all right, I'm gonna GPS to like 42nd Street, you better know in your head where 42nd Street is because because you, your car is not gonna follow anything. Yeah, okay, that's a little rough. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've driven through New York, so, so I can't say. So yeah, just just something to keep in mind. 
Yeah, I'll say that this is definitely like really cool. I like the um you know, I, I like the improved battery life. I like the design. I like the right. that you're getting titanium. I do too. Uh, yeah. You know, like cuz like before awesome. wasn't it like super premium like expensive before? Yeah, so like I told Kelly this too because like she's obviously an Apple girl, right? So like before yeah. the podcast I called her and we talked about the event a little bit. But um uh, I brought up the point that like I literally bought a stainless steel with cellular last year and it was seven ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So like I'm actually kind of happy with the price, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like they they really put it in the right pricing. Uh, it's still expensive, but it's also like not as expensive as like what we've had before. So it's like right. okay, yeah. I mean that's reasonable to me, and I really like these new bands too, like the Alpine Loop and the the ocean band like i don't know they always come out with like a new band that they make me want every time i don't know what it is it's like i i feel the same way man yeah. like their bands are just awesome like i want all of the new ones even that ocean boy i know i i really hope that we get like knockoff bands yeah. that i'm I can sure we stick will because right? they've I'm done sure that with will. every previous band yeah. like i have knockoff apple kind of sport loop and i like that adventure one with like the little like metal like clipper clipper boy you know oh yeah the the only thing that concerns me about that one is like uh well maybe not because like a a traditional watch band is that way but like it's not infinitely adjustable you know what i mean right yeah i know so you'll have like hopefully it'll fit have a good fit for right right yeah, I don't know. Could the previous Apple Watches be used like a dive watch? Like, they were yeah, kind of like yeah. flexing this. I mean, so like, here's here's where the flex comes in. So like, all smartwatches, ours included, go down to five atmospheres. Right. This one goes down to ten. Okay, so you're getting like literally double. Yeah, but like, we're talking about like, how many people do you know buy an Apple Watch and they're like, I'm going to go down ten atmospheres. You know, probably not a lot, but I'm sure there's a market for it, right? Like, people obviously do it. So, yeah. So when I lived in Hawaii, I actually knew quite a few divers. So it's like a big thing there. Like people like there's a lot of divers there. I worked with a guy that did like um, he did like training and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, for a dive shop. And like they so like there's definitely markets for for this type of thing. Well, like, so, I mean, cool. five atmospheres is still theoretically called a, a dive watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, like, I don't know what the, the uh, like how deep, the cutoff is, yeah. right? Of, like, I'm a casual diver or I need 10 atmospheres. You know what I mean? It's a good point. I don't even know how deep 10 atmospheres is, so I can't say shit. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of I cool. think it's 100 meters. Okay. Yeah. I mean, shit. Like, I, I don't have any, like, frame of reference for, like, how deep that is, I guess. So, like, or how often, like, people dive that deep or what, you know what I mean? Like, what's the average kind of dive? I don't know. So, right. uh, it's cool. I don't know if, like, you're really going to want to use your Apple Watch in, like, saltwater conditions like that, but I guess people do. I don't know. But, yeah, pretty cool. I like the orange accents they got for everything. They really thought of the uh, the design I mean, like, for this I thing. don't know. Like, uh, maybe popular, unpopular opinion. I've been really jiving with the post ive era yeah i think they've really done a great job at like giving us products that like they don't like don't compromise yeah thinness. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing about like he was all about making it like as thin as possible mm-hmm. and now it's like no we're gonna give you the products that you want now right finally you know what i mean right. so th- like that's great 
<laughs> you know? So, yeah, totally agree with you there. I don't know, like, man. Uh, it's just weird, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, this is, I think this is a great watch. Although, it's a little bit disappointing that we never got to see the Apple Watch that had, like, those thinned out sides, like an iPad. I think that was a bad idea. You know, I, yeah. I, I've seen the podcast. I said, this is probably like one of those prototype boys right. that like someone saw and they got like, and they, and they took a picture of it, you know, and they're like, this is yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Like, like just like, you know, like here's four samples of what the next Apple watch can be. Right. You know? Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. So I, you know, this Apple watch, if you think about it, it does it, have some, some, some semblance of that. It, with, with like the flat top? It does, but in addition, it also still has some of their newer di- design language kind of mm-hmm. like with the roundedness of sure. like the new Macs and stuff, right? No, I so agree. I feel like it's I think definitely, it's very well designed. Yeah, it looks like an Apple product still. It does. It doesn't, like one of the things I thought would look weird with the flat design was how their band connector is. Because it's like designed kind of rounded. Yeah, there were just too many things, and like yeah. I think he, you and I have talked about this previously. That just was like they're probably not going to do this. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in summary, dude, what do you think about the uh, Watch Ultra? And then we'll move on. Uh, I think that if I was in the Apple camp, excuse me, that would which be I kind it. of am always pro Apple, right? But I'm just uh, right not using one right now, but like if I were using an iPhone right now, I would buy an ultra. Like it would have been ordered already. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's just because it's, it's, it's fresh. You know what I mean? Like I'm not an adventurer. I'm not a diver. I'm not anything. I do appreciate long battery life and I do like the look of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I'm in love with it. I would get it myself, but yeah, I'm not in the, and that's the thing. Like I, I wish that there was like a way to use it like by itself and not with like a, like a iPhone. You know I mean? agree, man. I, 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 like if, if there was I could any use way it with my fold, I would one hundred percent buy it. I know, like, because that's like, it's still the best smart watch out there. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Um, unless you want like a specific specific feature, like if you want the Garmin for its crazy battery life or something. Yeah, like or like the solar screen on the Garmin so you have to charge them. Exactly. Like you, you can still get like a features elsewhere that you can't get on the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. but like it, it's just the best watch. Uh, no, I agree with that. You know, it's to me the Apple Watch like never lags. It's always like a it's great consistent. performer. It's yeah, consistent. exactly. Like even the Galaxy Watch Five, like I can get it to like be slow as shit. I could so, like, like not really get my Apple Watch to do that. Since you brought it up, can I tell you something that 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 kind of I don't say it bothers me, but it's something I have to get used to. Okay. So with the old Galaxy Watch that had like the the like normal screen or I'm sorry, the like normal rotating bezel on it. Right. Um, you, you could just turn that and then that woke up the watch. But if I look at my watch and then I just go to like use like the digital bezel, it, I have to like tap it first to wake it up before I can actually use that. Oh yeah. That's a learning curve. Yeah. I mean, is. yeah. I mean for me it's not because I went from the galaxy watch Four. sure. I didn't have the classic, so I right. didn't have the rotating bezel. Right. And so I was kind of already used to the tap game. But mm-hmm. yeah, I get, I know what you're saying. And like the raise to wake, like, even though it feels like it's actually a little bit better than the watch for, uh, sometimes I'm like doing the wrist, you know, workout, like, come on, bro, wake up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, that's a lot less frequent now, sure. um, than like it has been in the past, but yeah, I mean, so like, would you still prefer the mechanical rotating bezel? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent without question. 
Okay. I, yeah. I, I prefer any sort of physical button over something touches on, on like something as small as a watch. Right. You know, but that's uh, why I'm glad that the digital crown still exists on the Apple watch. Like I'm yeah, sure that too. eventually like, you know, cause the buttons buttons have always been like going away, uh, even in cars and stuff like in Tesla's, but like there's kind of been this like backlash from it. People are upset that they got to like look at the screen to adjust their climate control in their car. Mm. People are upset, you know, so I feel like there's this like movement to bring back some of that stuff. Sure. Certain companies like Ford and stuff and like the, the Mach E and stuff, they still have like physical ways to no, adjust I think that's cool. that stuff. Like, like even Kelly's new Tucson has like uh capacitive volume buttons and it's kind of annoying, you know? Yeah, like, I know. It's super hard to adjust. Yeah. So like in, I feel like there's like an in between we need to reach because like right. you know what you know what really sells you know like to me like whenever I get like a good knob dude you know what I'm talking knob, about like dude. you ever get a good knob solid knob dude Bruh. I was gonna say like the digital crown on the Apple Watch is a good knob oh yeah it feels great like it, it's like oh yeah dude I could just I just want to twist this I don't twist need it, to dude. but like I'm just gonna run my finger over it because it's like oh yeah mm-hmm. it's like. Mm-hmm. Like every now and again, you get a good button, a good knob, a good switch. Right. Like that shit's good, dude. Tactile stuff. Like that's still valuable. I uh, agree. You know, I it's kind of like, um, it's, it's why people are so big into mechanical keyboards, you Tactile, know, because it's like, it matters. It's like a part of the experience. Like people, these touchscreen people, like it's cheaper. It's like configurable as hell, but it's also kind of loses something at the same time. Uh, there's kind of like sweet in betweens. I'm going off going off on a tangent now, but there's like you know how like uh, you got like the Taptic engine and like the Apple Trackpad. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a good in between where you you retain the tactility, but you lost the mechanical action. So, but, but you know they compensated, so it still feels great to use an Apple Trackpad. You know, no, it it it, it really does. Although yeah. I've been having a slight issue with mine. I don't know if you had a slight issue with yours at all. I don't know. But sometimes if I it doesn't happen all the time. I would say maybe three times a week. And, and this is over the course of like, maybe I open it, let's say I open it 12 times a day. So this is probably over the course of like 93, 94 opens. Um, mm. So like n- not that often, but frequently enough that like I notice it. Um, I'll have to wait a few seconds before like my trackpad actually turns on. So like, it'll just be like a dead sheet of glass and then it'll work again. But like, mm. yeah, I, I, you know, I've had that recently where, I had to like turn my like hard shut off my Mac because okay. I couldn't get it to respond. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? Like my trackpad just decided to stop. Yeah. I couldn't figure out what was the deal with it. Yeah. I had that same kind of issue and I was like, okay, well, what do I do? I couldn't figure right, out what yeah, to do. No, yeah. I put it to sleep, woke it back up. It didn't do it, fix it. I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Like it's been very like I haven't had to do that very often, but there has been occasions where you got to like hard shut off my, your Mac mm-hmm. and like that sucks because it does suck. yeah. it's like you want to praise Apple for making this like amazing software experience for you, but they, you know, there's still glitches. Nothing is perfect. Yeah. In today's software world, you know, it is what it is. So let's move on to the next product, man. We got AirPods pro. What do you think, dude? I'd have Look to hear them. them, you know, like I'm really glad that yeah. they stuck to the design. Uh, I, I, I think that's kind of important for headphones because like if people get used to a certain feel, like that's what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think so, that uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. Right. Like these have already felt really good. 
uh, in the ear. Like I, I love my AirPods Pro. Um, I still use mine, and I've, I put them through the washing machine. They got all banged up. They're still a little bit jank when it comes to their noise cancellation and pass through. Now, like the microphones, mm-hmm. like have never recovered from going through the washing machine that one time. But like I, I've been like. I, I, you know, these were expensive. I'm going to keep using them, you know, and sure. they still sound fine. Like they, they literally sound fine still. It's just like the noise cancellation. Like I've had to run them. It's kind of like actually, um, who, who had the same thing happen? It was, um, Linus uh, probably not Linus, but, uh, uh, snazzy labs. Uh, uh oh, what's, yeah, that's what's right. his that's name? Right. Shit. Um, Quinn? Quinn. Quinn, of course. Yeah, Quinn said he had the same thing. He's actually washed his multiple times and all he he had the same exact microphone kind of issue where his like uh pass through and noise cancellation never really worked the same, so all he did was turn it off. And so he's been using his off, you know, and like that's basically how I use mine now. I just turn off that those features and then it's like, okay, it's just like regular in ears at that point, you know. Right. Uh with just no noise cancellation at all. So I've been using mine like that, um, and they've been fine. But I've been looking to upgrade, and that's where, like, I've talked to you about, like, the Sony uh, XM4s, like the in-ears. I've talked to I you. I love those, you know. man. Like, as someone who's, like, super into audio, they sound so good. Right. And, like, so I've been looking at all these options. Like, the the Pixel Buds Pro recently, I think, came out. Uh, the, the new, um, what's the Samsung one? They got the Buds or Galaxy something. Galaxy Buds Pro. Yeah, the Buds Pro. Those seem really those. nice. Those seem really nice. So like, you know, and, and then because I've been such a big fan of the AirPods, cause I always felt like they were the gold standard. I was like, what, what's going to come out with the AirPods pro the next gen, what's going to be sure. the new thing. And it looks like, you know, we have a new chip H2 chip. They're just saying it's going to be more powerful for like, I don't really feel like you're getting a ton of advantages on the audio hey, fidelity you, side. Like, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but did they mention anything about the new Bluetooth standard? The, the, the five LE one? I don't recall hearing anything about that it's like i don't know like if they have it and that's like just too technical for an apple thing you know what i mean like maybe not though but like right i'd be curious to see if they have the new le standard i'm really curious as well um i don't know anything about it but you know we'll see it's basically uh power efficiencies less in less interference but the, but, but the power efficiencies is, is is always welcome right yeah so a couple things I want to bring up. So I actually was watching some XM4 reviews today, and one of the problems I had, I watched the Verge one, by the way, mm-hmm. and one of the problems I had with it had nothing to do with, like, sound quality, but microphone quality. Okay. Because it sounded bad, dude. I don't... Like, it, yeah, they so... had, like, several different... They were testing, like, the mm-hmm. audio quality, like, uh, you know, with a phone call. And, sure. like, dude, they sound, like, bad, like, compared uh, to the others. I mean... You can call me. Admittedly, I use my phone probably never. So, okay. no, uh, no, and that's like yeah. the only reason I bring that up is like that's a use case. Like I'll be at work and I'll take calls through my AirPods. Sure. And so I kind of like, and and every time like I've asked people like, do you can you tell a difference between like me being on the phone and me being on my AirPods? And people can't tell the mm-hmm. difference. But like the XM4s, like sounded like pretty bad on the no, demo. I, I like, can't speak to that just yeah. because I've, I've never used. I know, yeah, you know what I mean. But it like, sounds like when it comes to audio fidelity and like even the noise cancellation, like they're pretty on par, if not better than the AirPods Pro first gen. I think they're second to none when it comes to noise cancellation, and they, and they have better battery. 
And okay. so it's like, okay, so like I was seriously considering them until I found out about the audio quality thing. And, and then I was just like, you know what? Go figure that like there was a compromise somewhere with a non-Apple product. Like it just, it's like that's that's what like leads me to think I should get the AirPods Pro second gen. It's like mm-hmm. Apple, whenever they're designing something, they front to back think of all the use cases you'll have. And then they they basically go, okay, we got to make sure that it's like pretty good in every single use case, and whether it be taking calls, uh, you know, whatever. But like I feel like Sony was like, okay, we need to beat them in noise cancellation and audio quality. But sure. then, like, they kind of forgot about, oh, you got to use this to make calls. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, and I, I, I wish I could weigh in on it a little better. Right. Um, I mean, they did a really good job, like, iterating. Because, the I, what was it, the in-ear XM3s or something? They were, like, kind of... They were big boys. Big. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it was kind of like... I an, returned my XM3s because they weren't comfortable. Um, okay. But these are super comfortable. Yeah, like the XM4s improved in every way. The case was way better. Like yeah. the first gen case was like a chonker. Mm-hmm. And so like they got, they went down, slimmed it down. Like the this ergonomics is kind of kind of fickle a yeah. little bit maybe. I don't know. But I really appreciate how the char- the wireless charging coil is on the bottom and not on the back. It okay. just looks cooler. I don't know. Right. It, it, it sounds really lame and dumb and I know. But like I just like that the bottom of the case. Oh, so you kind of like sit it and it's standing up, yeah, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. that's neat. Yeah. No, I mean, it just kind of uh, I don't know. It just looks good. Yeah, I gotta say that's cool. But yeah, the, uh, so basically, what we got with the AirPods Pro second gen, uh, new chip on board. So the idea is it's gonna improve your noise canceling. They say you know higher fidelity sound and stuff. I'm not really convinced it's gonna give you that. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're advertising two times more active noise cancellation. But then sure. they, they have like a little, you know, asterisk here. So let's see what that says. You know what I thought about that was they they, they advertise those extra small ear cups. So are they saying that, that noise cancellation is coming from a better seal? Or are they saying that that comes from their algorithm? I think the idea is the algorithm. Okay. Uh, so they said the sample rate on the poll rate for like... Uh, listening to incoming sounds and then processing and then adjusting your noise canceling audio mm-hmm. like that's supposed to be much more improved okay. that's the idea behind it so that's why i'm not pulling the trigger on like the xm4s right now because like honestly they sound like a huge improvement compared to like the first gen airpods pro right the xm4 seem like they're better so like I would even though I would sacrifice in that one area to get like everything else I would sure. think about getting it but now that there's this up to two times more active noise cancellation on the AirPods Pro second gen I'm like okay well let me wait because I want to see what people say about that specific point because like, like you know I really like noise cancellation I just like that the XM4s are pretty much brand agnostic yeah. Like I get feature parity on my XM4s if I'm using them on an iPhone or if I'm using them on my Fold or if I'm using them on my computer. You know what I mean? Like Right. That's kind of cool to me. So like for me, I've never really cared about like the extras. Like the like I like here's the thing, let me tell you why. Okay? So when it in the beginning of the Bluetooth like wireless like like AirPods came out. Like that was the first time, right? AirPods mm-hmm. came out like I had Bluetooth headphones before. Do you remember like the Jaybirds? 
Do you remember those? Yeah. I had Jaybirds, right? I had Jaybirds too. Um, XTs, I think. Yeah. And like they, they weren't like individual pods. They had like a cable. They had that a cable like, that like went behind your neck. Yeah. But they were like pretty good. Like I remember MKBHD loved them back then. And that was mm-hmm. before like AirPods. Then AirPods came out and they were like individual in ears. And they were mm-hmm. like, okay. And then they had features like on top of just being like a Bluetooth headphone. They had like. Um, you know, easy pairing and like uh, other like kind of niceties that like you couldn't get other places. Sure. Right. So like, I feel like that was like the really beginning of uh, when they started to have like these like features okay. on top of just Bluetooth. Right. It was like when they came out with like the, Oh, we got the whatever chip inside that lets you do these additional features. And then, like, everyone else started to do them and stuff. But I never really adopted features beyond just, like, I got Bluetooth headphones. Because I was just so used to, like, ever since the Jaybirds, I use every single Bluetooth headphone the same, dude. I pair it with my device, and then I use it. Like, that's it. I adjust volume control with the freaking volume rocker on my phone, and I freaking hit play pause on my phone. You know, like... Right. Like, that's, like... I can do that with every headphone I got. It don't matter if it's a freaking AirPod, if it's like a XM4, like the, they all can work the same until you start to get into those like proprietary features. And then even then, like we're talking about mobile phones. If I bring my headphones to my laptop, it's back to being like a normal Bluetooth headphone again. I don't right. got those cool features without the app or whatever. So, like, to me, if, like, I can't go from my laptop to my phone to whatever Steam Deck, whatever device I'm using a Bluetooth headphone for, if I can't get the exact same, like, features on all of them, then I don't ever adopt them. So, like, that's but where... you can have the XM4s. Well, yeah, but, like, if I pair XM4s with my Steam Deck, where am I getting these extra features? They, they're they going to pair, like, Bluetooth headphones That's fair. All right. to I Linux or, like, my Windows desktop or, like, my laptop. Like, I might get some extra features if there's, like, an app or something, but, like, some devices, like, I'm not going to get every weird feature that I would get, like, if I downloaded, like, whatever Sony app they got or, you know. Like, yeah, I'm right. going to get, like, some of those cool Apple-like features on my Android phone, but I don't buy headphones for those features. Like, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, like to me, because I literally go from, like, I'll be at work. I use my AirPods Pro on my Steam Deck. And then, sure. like, I'll I'll walk out of the office, and then I hit connect on my phone, and now they're on my phone, you know? And now yeah, they're, for me, you know? For me, I like the XM4s for features like that. Right. Because, like, I have them pull, paired to my phone 95% of the time, right? So I like features that are like, oh, you know, like, it's right. going to detect when I'm stationary and turn on active noise canceling. And then if I get up and start walking, it's going to put pass-through on. And then when I sit down again, it's going to turn ANC back on automatically. I mean, so that's a feature that's, like, built into the headphone, right? That's, like, like it, it's, it doesn't matter what device you use, I don't think, at that point, right? I would like, assume so. I, it sounds like that's a feature. Like, that's really cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the AirPods Pro, right? Like, you know how, like, you can squeeze the little dangler and then yeah. turn on and off yeah. uh, noise cancellation and pass through, right? Mm-hmm. But, the like, dangler. the yeah. lame thing is you can't turn off um, active noise cancellation. Or, like, you can't just turn off. You know how, like, there's a third sure. setting which is off? You literally can't do that from the headphone you have to use an iphone you have to use an apple product 
So if I'm paired with my Mac, like I can go to the drop down and click off. But right. literally, if I'm squeezing the little, you know, the, the, the AirPod, nubbin, the nub, yeah. it's like going to turn it on and and it's going to turn it through pass through. There's no off. And because right. my fucking headphones are jacked, like that matters. Sure. So, yeah, there's like there is that. You know what I no, mean? I get it. I get it. And there's no volume adjustment on the first gen. The second gen has a new touchpad on it. So now you can slide up and down for volume. That's kind of cool. You know, no, I, I think that's pretty neat because uh, there was no way to do that before so that you know I, I, the xm4 is can i ask you like how do you what kind of button is it touch like how do you adjust like the headphone like does it have a button on it like it's all capacitive okay is it like a swipe or uh, a touch there's, there's there's many things you can do right okay. so like if i get a notification i tap the right one okay if i want to go forward a track i swipe right and then like you can customize like what a long press does on left ear, where a long press does on right ear. Oh, what that's short cool. Press does on left ear, what short what short press does on right ear. You know, so like I have like a, a double tap for assistant, single tap to read notifications. Right. Uh left ear single tap is play pause, double tap is um uh stop, like just okay. stop music. Uh and then swipes our our previous track and next track, which is how I have it set up. Right. Okay. I mean that's pretty good. Um I, at least they let you customize it, which is something mm. that Apple really doesn't give you that, like the in full. In I mean, the full I was going to get there when we went in the iPhone because, yeah. like, uh, I feel like I like like Apple has that whole mentality of like, this yeah. is the best way to do it. If you disagree, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. Isn't this weird? You can use the Apple Watch uh, charger with the new MagSafe charging case. Yeah, which is also weird to me, too, because why on earth couldn't we use any wireless charger to charge the Apple Watch before? Dude, you're... you're, Exactly. In fact, same with the Galaxy Watch. Why can't I put my Galaxy Watch on the uh, regular wireless charger? Why do I got to have, like, the... You can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You're a liar. Hold on. You totally can. You're a fat liar. Dude, you totally can. Hold on. I'm I'm testing right now, dude. Sure. It's not doing it though. Hold on, I have to put it on a Samsung one, dude, or a phone. Uh, well, yeah, I have a Sam. All, all of my wireless chargers are Samsung. So oh, that's so why that's works. why you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I have like your no name key. You know what is it? How do you say it? Key wireless char- charger? How you say? Yeah, it? I have like a no name cheap ass one that I got on Amazon that oh. looked pretty good, and it was cheap. And like, yeah. So I guess I could have went with the Samsungs, huh? I mean, <laughs> it's thirty nine dollars and does fifteen watt wireless, so I just bought three of them. Yeah, you know, I mean that's a good price. Yeah, to be honest, I probably paid like thirty bucks for these. And and plus, uh, uh, I like the Samsung ones because they come with fans in them. So, oh my uh, gosh, yeah, yeah. So so it's like it like help it, it help keeps the phone cool to like not yeah. damage the battery, right? And like the fan is like a knock to it, like it's not a knock to it, right? But like you can't hear it. So right, right, right. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, Spatial audio. I'm just getting back into the headphone game. Uh, whatever. Personalized spatial audio. So this was the thing where you have to like take a photo of your ear type of thing. I mm. watched a video of somebody doing that on the XM4s. You made up a great point that it's already existed. So can you just like go into that? Like, what the hell am I taking a picture of my yeah. ear? Like, so, so like Sony knows what like, my ears it, look like. The dude. best way I can describe it for the podcast and you is probably like, you know how like it has that seal test. Yeah. Um, 
So like it does something like that, right? So like you you do that and you register a baseline. And then it's like take a picture of your left ear, take a picture of your right ear. And then it basically applies DSP based off of what the shape of your ear is. You're then, shitting me. And and then it has you do it again. And then and then once it gets like the response it wants, it uh it says like, "Yep, you're 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 set up for ideal spatial audio." So Oh my god. So it's literally Trying to figure out like how you hear sound. Correct. Correct. Personally. Correct. Because so, like, everyone's, the, yeah. everyone's ear canal is different, right? So like how sound hits your ear is different right. than how sound's going to hit my ear. Right. You know, I think it's if you're using the, the camera, it's more like how fucking huge are your ear flaps? Yeah. You know dude. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like that would have to do how with like, yeah, your, you? your kind of like perception, mm-hmm. uh, your not, not perception. What, what's a, like, I guess positional audio is really what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I guess like that would be where that would matter. But like, I'm, I'm re- I want to see some studies if like they actually, the DSP they're doing actually makes any difference. Like, um, I want to know if this is. I'm sure it makes a difference. Let me preface by by saying I'm 100 percent sure it makes a difference because any DSP will make a difference. Whether or not that's a perceptible <laughs> difference is the question that I would ask. Yeah, perceptible is one thing, but also like desirable. Like, is it even like worth doing? Like, you know how um, like we already have like really great. Um, I, I won't call it spatial audio, but like there's already 3D audio that's like really freaking good. Right, like there's already like you've played video games with like sure, um, Re- really, like, really good, yeah, exactly, yeah, and like the way they do positional audio so well is like we already know how like sounds behind you like ha- sound different than sounds in front of you, and like we mm-hmm. just they just computationally make those adjustments to the sounds. And then your brain does the rest. You know what I mean? Because it knows how to recognize those differences. So, like, we already have that. But, like, the fact that they're saying that they can improve upon that already refined, you know, science. Well, it's a little bit different for in-airs, right? Because the way in-airs deal more with seals. So, like, the way you would get that experience is different than the way... I would get that experience. Whereas like over ear or traditional headphones, the shape of your ear matters considerably less. Right. So, yeah, I mean in theory, so like, I guess, um, if you have over ears, then your entire ear could be used a little bit in the audio experience. Whereas an in ear would be only like from the headphone on, I guess maybe. I don't, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. So what they're doing is compensating with, uh, their DSP theoretically. Okay. I mean, neat, but I also don't know if I want Apple to know what my ears look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, that's like a private. They scan thing. your face, dude. I mean, yeah, face dude. ID, but they say like, Oh, it stays on the device, you know, like uh-huh. the security uh-huh. enclave, you know what I'm saying? If you're enclave. Samsung, they Samsung like to say that you have a defense grade security. Defense grade, dude. Defense, dude. Uh, whatever that means. Get defense defense grade. out of here, dude. I'm like, I think they said defense grade. I was like, what are you saying, dude? Like, defense it's grade. Def- what is defense grade defense? 
Like the fence grade defense. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, dude, what do you, dude? dude. My, my my fence is defense grade, dude. I know. It's like, what are you talking about? Okay, but anyway, I guess uh, to summarize, uh, we'll just have to see if these are good. These headphones. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. Uh, to to summarize, I'm sure they're great. I like how I'm they sure. have a speaker in the case. Like it'll. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, here's my predictions. Yeah. They are going to be better than XM4s in every aspect except sound quality. Interesting. I okay. think that they'll have better microphones. I think that they'll probably have on par or better noise cancellation. But I think that the XM4s are still going to win in sound quality. Yeah. I think that uh, if that was the case, I think I would get the AirPods mm-hmm. um, because of the better call quality. Um, the sound quality is acceptable already. Right. So because, because like I don't really care about like super hi-fi when I'm just like at work. Uh but a noise mm-hmm. cancellation definitely does matter. Right. So like that's where like I I'd really see what has the better noise cancellation and they're advertising two times better. I don't know what that means exactly. Yeah, they say better than the last gen. That's not really a quantifiable number, you know. Um so exactly. I don't know. I could tell you that I have the XM3s and I right. have the XM4s now and out of all of the ones I used they have the best ANC. Well, I'll say far. this, like I trust Sony with ANC. Like I've had the XM3s like the over ears. Mm-hmm. Um and I still have them. Amanda's sure. using them, but um but yeah, like those things were so good. And yeah. like so I really like they completely impressed me. Like they were the leading uh, noise canceller like Bose couldn't compete with the XM3s yeah you know? like 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 these dude like these yeah. are wild to me yeah yeah for sure so I'm I'm still they're still on my radar I'm gonna wait for reviews I need people to AB the XM4s next to the uh, AirPods Pro sure second gen and then I'll make a decision but like yeah I mean it's an update it's a little bit minor but it could be major it depends on sound quality it depends on noise cancellation sure no. From the from the outside, no, it looks too. like the same. From the inside, it might be huge. I don't know. We need people to hear them. But anyway, I guess we can move on, dude. Next product. What do we got? iPhone 14? iPhone 14. So, uh, I mean, we got a big one now, right? <laughs> yeah, we got the Plus, dude. The so Plus we, size. Yeah, we got a Plus. 6.1 and 6.8. In, <laughs> no body shame. I don't. I'm not body shaming anybody, dude. I mean, but, but like, look at this, dude. What is the deal? We got a notch on this bitch. I mean, yeah, dude. that's kind of old, man. Like, I don't know. Like, notchy we're, boy. Dude. We're in a post notch era now. With the are we? Uh, dude? Are well, we? Well, we're not there yet. We're gonna get there. But uh, <laughs> I mean, here we go. I mean, it's a fun phone, man. Amanda's still rocking her 13. You know, she got like she the, just a, a raw dog 13. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she does. Um, what color? And uh, I don't remember. I think she's got a case on it. Like, it might be the red one. I don't know. I don't remember. I think it is the red one, actually. And it's really, I mean, I love the feel of her phone. Like, every every now and again, like, you want to hold an iPhone and go, yeah, dude, this is great. Like, she was rocking a caseless for a bit, and I was like, oh, yeah, iPhone. Yeah, dude, it feels good. But, like, not for any spoilers, you need to feel the new fold without a case on it again, because mm-hmm. it has that same feel, bro. It does. It feels special. like the hard, like the hard edge sides and stuff. It feels yeah. so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that being said, um, 
Kelly's friend has a 13 Pro Max with like a, a thicker case on it, like an OtterBox or something. I don't think it was an OtterBox, but it was like a thicker case. And it literally felt heavier than my Fold. Oh, wow. Like, really? Huh. Yeah, that's and, the thing, dude. Like, and then I looked it up. Cases. And with the, with the weight reduction in the Fold and the weight increase in the 13 Pro Max, it's only like a 47 gram difference. Right. Which is you know noticeable but like smaller than you would think so like if she had like a chunky case on it it probably was heavier you know yeah that's a good point i guess like yeah you know, it all depends on the case mm-hmm. for sure and nobody's really using their phones caseless i really don't know anyone that does um even i wanted to but i couldn't pull it off so um yeah not to skip topics again but i've actually watched a video a few videos recently of like people doing fold four reviews. Right. And they say that this is the only phone they feel comfortable rocking caseless. You know, I felt that way too, you know, because with my of how fold like three. easy it is to grip it. Yeah. Like I never felt like it was a problem, but, uh, my fold three, like I, in its early life, um, I was caseless because mm-hmm. first off a, it was hard as hell to get cases that were good. The fold sure. three came with a case. It sucked. And, like, nobody came out until the latter case came out. Like, nobody made a case that was, like, worthy. No, uh, yeah, dude. Th- that's a solid case. Yeah, 100%. Like, the Samsung case, like, for the Fold 2, remember the Samsung case was, like, just, just the, the back. Just the backside? Yeah, it was, yeah. it was good. It was carbon yeah. fiber. It had a kickstand. Yeah. It was, Aramid, it was fine. I think it was called, right? Yeah, and, I mean, that yeah. was a good case, but, like, it was only one part of it, so it was, like, it might as well be caseless. And right. then, like, so that really it was just for the kickstand, and then the latter case came out, and that was, like, actually a full cover situation mm-hmm. on the Fold 3. And that was okay, and I used it, but, like, when I was caseless, like, I ended up scratching my phone quite a bit. Like, I had to, uh, yeah. I took my, I peeled my front, because that it came with a front protector on the 3, I peeled it, and then I ended up sc- scratching it. I dropped it on the hinge. I had, like, a ding. And, like, I was just like, yeah, I think I need a case. Like, I... You know, I, I kind of roughed my phone up a little bit, and I, I was trying really hard to make it a two-year phone. I was I was really trying because, like, I'm tired of buying phones every year, like, and spending that money. So I, I was, get it, but you know, I also don't get it. Well, the reason I say that is, like, I feel like we're in an era where, like, we're not getting major year-over-year improvements. Like, even the three, the three and the four, there wasn't really any huge jump to make me upgrade. The only reason I did it was to get a phone refresh. I think the know? battery life is wild on the four, but, but we are no longer talking about iPhone. So yeah, it's, we'll, we'll get on that topic Reel it back, when, dude. when we get yeah. the chance. <laughs> uh, I mean, if we, let's just uh, get through the rest of the event. Cause uh, really there's not a lot to talk about when it comes to the iPhone 14. I mean, it seems like, you know, better. Oh yeah. The, I guess there's better cameras. Like they talk about the low light improvements. I think that the, the pro has I feel like those low things. light improvement things are like very what's the word I'm looking for? Um misleading. And like everyone does it, right? Like it's not just it's not just Apple, right? But right. like it's just I don't know. Well we have a new sensor though, right? Like don't I don't know we, if we have technically uh, a new sensor in the fourteen. And I, I thought I know it was the pro the does. Was in the pro yeah. last year. Well, yeah, maybe you're right. One, but, okay, but, yeah, that's but the valid. The Pro did get a new one. So they're just saying the iPhone 14 is better has than the iPhone 13. a new sensor to the iPhone 14, but yeah. not new to the okay. iPhone lineup. They're not really interested in what they got here. Like, I'm just looking through. I guess they also get the new satellite feature. It's weird, man. Um, it's weird. 
Yeah, and like the idea behind the satellite thing, let me get to it. I think I passed it up. But the idea is like if you're out in the wilderness and you don't have a cell tower out in nearby. The woods and pregnant. Yeah, if you're out in the <laughs> like Yeah, that was funny. But the idea if you're out in the wilderness, um oh yeah, they made a big stink about this too, the crash detection. Yeah. If you're in an accident, they'll uh know. they'll Apple know, dude. Know, dude. And then they'll advise you to call emergency <laughs> services. But yeah, the SOS via satellite. So it can use uh the you know, it can make a call uh from satellite. That's cool, but only in emergencies. And oh yeah, by the way, it's not free. It's free for two years. But uh you gotta pay for that uh peace of mind when you're off the grid, as they say, in their marketing here. So what do you think about that, dude? I think it's weird because like I think that the amount of time someone is going to use that, just give it to us, you know? Yeah, so I'm pulling it up here and, and seeing if they have any kind of like cost uh numbers. Because I'm really curious, like, what do you think it's going to cost a year for, like, to be able to, in emergencies, use the SOS service? Well, like, it bothers me because, like, people don't really plan to, like... Be in an emergency. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. And it's like, why wouldn't they just give it to you? Like you were saying earlier, it's like, if it's an emergency, like, why aren't they just... It's like, like, you were joking with me earlier about it, like, oh... Sorry, you're 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 fucked. You didn't pay yeah, for dude. the Why didn't you pay for this, you dude? Didn't. I guess you're gonna die now. And then, <laughs> and then, like, I'm 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 sure it doesn't process credit cards. So, like, if you had to buy it in an emergency, you couldn't even do that. Dude. I know it's so funny. Like, I don't think there's any cost numbers here. Do we? There, but but this has to be a cost, right? Or else it wouldn't say first two years. Yeah, I mean, there is a cost. I don't think they're listing it. And I have a feeling it's expensive, dude. Like it's gotta be expensive. I think man. these satellite phones are already a little expensive. Like mm-hmm. uh if you buy them non Apple, because I remember people were like very excited uh for it coming to the iPhone. And I don't really get it because I don't really tr- you know, I don't really go out into the middle of nowhere like this, right. but like people do. So like, you know, there was some excitement. And you know, and it might be because like it's just kind of a pain in the ass to have like a uh, a satellite capable phone. Right. So, and it might be expensive. So like they were, maybe they were kind of like hoping that Apple would be the Holy grail here, but it sounds like, okay, for two years, you're going to be good. What happens if you buy a new phone after two years? Do your, does your new phone have two years free? Like this, this is questions, you know, these are questions. So it's a I, lot I of questions. I want to talk about the eSIM too. Yeah. So isn't it like every, all the new iPhones don't have SIM card trays? Right. That's correct. Yeah. So, like, dude, I'm upset about this. So I'm like, really upset about this. Really <sighs> upset about this. Yeah. So, I haven't used eSIM yet. Have you? No, I haven't, but I know right. a little bit about how, how it works because I, I you don't. and I have used Samsung phones for a while, and, like, this is something that they've, they've had for years. Right. Um, so, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know it was, like, available to us. Uh, like, I, because, like, I have a SIM card, so, like, I. Right, right. I have a like, SIM card, too. Like, but I figured like really big outside of America doesn't eSIM. Isn't that like how you would get your like Apple watch activated or anything like Apple watches have eSIM and, and like cellular watches have eSIM and stuff too as well. Yeah. Um, Or like like it's super big over like overseas. Um, And like, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, like why do we need this physical chip on our phone? You know, like I get it. 
but at the same time uh it's also going to be a big cash grab because like if you're the end user it's just more convenient it's just better for you like 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 if you're the average boy you know and you're like i get a new phone every two years you know right. it's fine for you no big deal you know but like if you're someone like me who's like oh i would maybe get an iphone and keep my fold it's a nightmare i can't do it anymore yeah no it's really annoying because like every time i get a new phone which it's been every year i just plop my new my sim in it you know and it just works you know right. like i've literally had this sim since like the fold 2 era like so i've had like, iphones i've had like all kinds of stuff so like here's the kicker too so like yeah. i assume you bought an unlocked fold right i bought Correct. an unlocked fold so I've i bought just put my unlocked sim in. phones like yeah for like forever so the problem you have now is excuse me let's pretend for a second that i bought the unlocked iphone okay sure and then it came in the mail. I would have to call Verizon and they would charge me a $35 activation fee. You're fucking kidding me. Even though I bought an unlocked phone. So like, what the fuck? Like that's $35 for mm-hmm. what? That's dude. That's Verizon's activation fee. So like, um, it's like, I do you want me S- to be, do you want me to use your fucking service or not? Dude? Like fucking, I had to pay $35 when I got my S22 ultra. Why? Because I got it through Verizon. Okay. Wait. Uh, did you have a different provider before? Like what no. happened? No. Wait, that's, that's just because how... of Verizon? Just because no, like you went through them? That's literally how every carrier works, bro. If you buy like, a phone from the front, from the provider, they charge you an activation fee. $35. Th- dude, that's some bullshit. For yes. w- There's no reason. Correct. Um, so like you're basically saying like we're, we're rigging the system by having a SIM card right now and being able yes. to like plop yes. it into an unlocked phone. Yes. That's crazy to me. So mm-hmm. it's basically... It sounds like some carrier bullshit is what we're getting at here. Well, yes and no. Um, it's better in a lot of ways. I mean, realistically, a carrier shouldn't charge you to activate a new phone on your line anyway. That's yeah. where the problem is. Can I, ask, can I ask a dumb question, actually? Sure. So, like, with eSIM, can you have multiple lines on one phone? Oh, yeah. Our folds so do guess, it right now. So, I guess I that's one advantage, Android. right? You could add, like, 90, like, like not yeah. 90, but, like... You can add multiple phone lines on your phone, no problem. Oh, so, so that's like, an advantage right, right there. So, so, so it's like it's really popular overseas that like yeah. uh, you could have your work phone on your normal phone as well. Oh, yeah, that's super cool. So, so I guess that's one thing because I knew that like overseas people would dual SIM all the mm-hmm. time. And right. we we never really got a lot of phones with two SIM trays. Right. So like I remember people like complaining about that and I was like, what's the big deal? But, like, I get it. Like, I guess with the eSIM, it doesn't matter. Right. And, like, that's kind of, like, why the Fold is cool because it has physical and eSIM. And it has a whole, whole like, SIM yeah. card manager, dude. Yeah. No, I think that's the better way. It right? Is like, way. so it's 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 so dumb, like, that they got rid of it. I, I yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'm, I'm very disappointed because that means we can't get the iPhone, dude. Like, well, we just like, can't. It's dumb how carriers handle it. I mean, realistically, all that should happen is you should just have to sign in to your carrier via your Verizon account, yeah. enter a PIN, and then that yeah. phone becomes activated. That should be it. Like, that there should, should be, be no it. fee. Like, imagine yeah. you're, like, uh, a tech reviewer, mm-hmm. and you get new phones every week, right? Mm-hmm. If you had fucking a fucking new phone to test every week, and you just yeah. wanted to s- switch your line over to it, you're literally going to be paying 35 bucks every time. Yep. Like, that's fucking insane. Like, MKBHD, watch out, dude. Because, like... I, mean, I don't think it matters to him, but, yeah. <laughs> no. But, like, he, 
but like the days of him saying, so I've had my SIM card in this phone for a few weeks now, they're gone, yeah. dude. No, he can't say that, dude. Like, yeah. he, he literally can't. It's physically yeah. impossible because he can't put it in there. Like, that's stupid, man. Yeah, so I guess, you know, tangent over, but like, yeah, it's it's a real shame that they're getting rid of the SIM card but tray like, for me. Like, again, you know, for the casual user, for the average user, for the normal person, this it, is probably yeah. a better change for them. It's one it less ingress point. Yeah. Uh, it's one less thing that they have to worry about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. No, I get it. Like, most people buy phones through their carriers, it seems, and they do, yeah. like, you know, oh, it's like, oh, my phone's paid off, so I'm going to get a new phone or some shit. Like, I, I hear this stuff very often. And I don't really relate to that because, like, the way I do phones is, like, I never do a payment plan. I always pay it, like, 100%. Like, I and know like, that, um, you know, it, it, uh, the other added benefit, unlocked. I guess, is, like, um, if you're a normie, and, like, a normie, I mean, like, someone who's not like us, that, that, yeah. that's not, like, ins- insult-wise. But, like, let's say my mother, right. you know, bought the iPhone on Verizon from Apple.com. Right. Uh, she wouldn't have to, like, deal with, like, the SIM card or the SIM ejection tool or anything. She would just turn the phone on. Yeah. And then you it would just I mean? be ready. Yeah. So no, I get it. I guess there are some advantages, but it, like, leave it to the carriers to. He said, "Is an advantage. It's the exploitation of the system that's the disadvantage." Exactly. Like, I want to use eSIM. I don't want to pay extra fees. Like, we've had to deal with these fees forever now. Yeah. From carriers, and this is just like another way they're doing it in 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a new yep. way. And I thought we were like getting past the bullshit fees era of like cellular. But now, activation fees have been around since the dawn of time. Yeah, so. that's crazy. I mean, we've been able to get a, avoid it with like the SIM card, but you know, yeah. I haven't had those fees, but it's crazy. But all right, but yeah, so let's move on away from the iPhone 14 and get to the meat, dude. We the knew it was boy, coming. Dude. This is it, the iPhone 14 Pro, and it was pretty cool because the leading shot was this purple boy, and you know me, dude. Like, oh, dude, you love purple, dude. Uh, I love like, purple, I like, bro. Oh, they call it dark purple or some shit. Deep dude. purple, oh, deep dude, like purple. the band. <laughs> oh my god, deep purple. So let's take a look. Let's take a look. So first things first, they're showing off the uh, what do they call it? the island? Oh yeah, what's it called? The digital island or something? Yeah, the physical something, island. Yeah, they call it the island. So it, it's so funny. It's so Apple to put a like a name on something that like, I guess nobody really knew what to call it, right? Like the the community was calling it like the pill or some shit. Yeah, uh, but they were like, Nah, dude, this is the island. You know, it's so this is like you're on Hawaii with a mai tai, dude. This is good. You love it. You know what I mean? They really advert. They really market the shit out of it. It's so yeah. so good. So anyway, let's take a look. Deep purple, gold, silver, space black. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's like black, dude. Meet the new face of iPhone. Here it is. And you know, I gotta say, they really freaking nailed it. With oh my the, god, yeah, hundred percent, dude, hundred percent. Like, like, okay, you saw the leaks, right? You knew this was here. You knew it was coming. And I remember on Reddit, people were like, oh, you know that space in between the camera and, like, the Face ID stuff that's technically got pixels? Like, they were talking about, like, making, like, a little notification light there or some shit. And that was, like, kind of, like – because, like, like in the renders, in the the leaks, like, there wasn't, like, one pill. It was, like, a a bigger pill and then the the camera. It was, like, two. And they were kind of next to each other. So there was like some pixels that it was rumored they were going to black it out and then use like use that empty space for like notification lights and stuff like that. So we already kind of thought like maybe they'll use this right in like a creative way. 
but they kind of took it to the next level. So this I think is so like, too, man, I think that, 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 that there's one thing that Apple does incredibly well. Right. And that's just to make sure all of their products look like every design was intentional and not a limitation of their current technology. Yeah, I completely agree. So like in this sense, like they took a disadvantage, which is the fact that they can't really use like an under, like under screen Display camera because yeah. of the face ID system. Exactly. And like, honestly, those systems have compromises anyway. Right. right? And, and, and like, just, you know, being, being com- completely honest, I think that the majority of people who use iPhones are really into selfies and social media. So compromising that camera would be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Like I, the selfie camera on an iPhone is like very important. Maybe not for us, but like it as far as like every, you know, social media, like people use that front facing camera. There's a reason it's on the phone and it's for those people. So it needs to be no compromises right. as far as quality goes. So like under display camera cool on the fold because like if you unfold it the display becomes the priority. You can still mm-hmm. fold it shut and use the selfie or you can use the 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 main camera as a selfie camera on the fold. So the fold has like right. better ways even uh, to use a camera. But like, I, I think that this was like the best way to really um, lean into the, the compromise of having to have like a selfie kind of pill. Sure. And then they market it. They make it a feature now. So it's like, oh, this can do some cool stuff, you know. They call it the dynamic island. Dynamic island. That's what it is, not digital island. Yeah. So the idea, you know, I'm looking at the marketing for it right now. You know, they, it, it just gives you a lot of like cool interactions, uh, and I, I don't know, I, I think it's genius. I think uh, so too. I think that they really, yeah. it almost makes me kind of want it just because of how clean the animations look. Oh yeah, it's super clean. Like you know it's I mean? just like rounded. It's like bubbly. Like it just looks put together. It, it looks does. thought out. It does. In fact, I think everything about this, uh, whatever iOS version this is, looks kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I really like the new iOS version. I think it looks very clean. It, I don't know. It kind of. This is why I want to be on iPhone. It's for this vibe that it's got. No, like, I was thinking the same thing, right? Like it's yeah. like I'm not going there for the features. I'm not going there for the performance. I'm not going there for, you know, what it can do. Right. I'm going there because. <laughs> It just looks fucking cool. Dude, I know, know? dude. It just looks like the future, like, in a way. So let's move on to the next uh, kind of, I guess, uh, feature they advertise, always on display. So it's been, like, a million years, and everyone hasn't always on display. Apple's never done one. And then Apple comes out the gate. They're like, hey, we do an always on display now. And, oh, yeah, by the way, we do it better than anyone else has ever done it. Yeah. Like it's kind of crazy how it's like full screen. Yeah, it's like yo, <laughs> yeah, it's great and it's full color, no yeah, bullshit. Dude, it looks weird, like like, yes. like like weird in a good way, like not weird like that looks weird, right. weird like I don't believe they've done that. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it's just better. Like I'm looking at my folds always on display, and mm. I'm like, you look like shit. Yeah, right. Like you, like I tried the the most to customize it and make it like better, but there's no way to like configure it to be good, like right. this. Like this is like what I expect out of an Have always you on used, display. Like good lock and stuff on your phone or no? No, no. well, I, I in the past I have. Is there yeah, are there ways like the to uh, on, like 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 the always on display change thing? No. What do we got? Does it adjust it a little bit? I'm curious now because I'm gonna look into it because like. 
I would be interested in tweaking. Yeah. Like so the always on lock, baby. Okay, I'll check it out. I don't think it's going to do what the iPhone does here. No, but it does like, not do what the iPhone does, but yeah. it does a lot more. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I, I'm Because, like, I, it's kind of fun when it does more than just show, like, a generic time and, like, the date and, like, a couple notification bubbles. Like, it would just be a little bit nicer. Like, this is really well done, I think, what iPhone has done here with the always on display. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so what do we got here, dude? Another thing they're advertising, you know, you know, obviously the new iOS has the new lock screen. Looks pretty good. We already knew that was coming. Um, they say two times brighter in the sun. A display that's up to two times brighter. It's it's a it's supposedly it supposedly goes up to two thousand nits, dude. I mean that's pretty good, dude. My our Macs only go up to sixteen hundred nits. Yeah, but it's logarithmic. That's really not that big of a difference. Yeah, I guess that's a fact. Um. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Very interesting, though. I'm glad that HDR is, like, a big part of their experience, like, going forward, because Mm -hmm. I want HDR to be, like, mainstream adopted in more ways. Sure. And um, it just hasn't been. It hasn't taken off. I think there's, like, major limitations holding HDR back from being, like, a big mainstream thing. And, like, I don't think we'll see anytime soon it it be, like, majorly, like, adapted to everything but like it's just it's just because like we have such a big issue right now with hdr and tone mapping specifically to each individual display because like like sdr images have kind of been like mastered at this point you can make an sdr image like everybody knows sdr and like they make it look great on every display sure like SDR can be made to look great on every display. HDR, there's all these different standards and differences and like tone mapping has to happen because a lot of like HDR stuff is mastered for like X and its, but displays can't hit it. So now right. you got a tone map and like that looks like ass, looks, you know, like not good. it doesn't, it doesn't look good. Like, so HDR just hasn't really been done. And I think a part of that limitation is like, we just don't have bright enough displays, so I'm glad that like the Apple displays, at least the the top end ones, like they push the nits. So I'm glad to see like 1600. I remember nits. like a few years ago, like it was super rare to have a display hit 1000 nits. Like when we were buying the PG27 UQ, like right, like 1000 nits was unheard of, dude. Right, and I mean that was like one of the very few that had like you know, good dimming zones and everything too. Right. So like that was like a bleeding edge display. Even to this day, there aren't really that many competing HDR monitors, like right. even to this day. I and it's like, I'm waiting for like really great HDR displays. And like, we just don't really have them. Like where's the mini led boys, you know, they're just, where the fuck are they at? I don't know. We got plenty of OLED options, but they don't push enough brightness. No, they don't. Even the new Samsung one, uh, which is like their, uh, it- OLED's super contrasty though, so I would yeah. I, I I would almost argue that you don't really need that extreme brightness, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, you know what the problem is? I think that the brightness isn't so bad. Like eight hundred nits is pretty good, right? Right. Like because a thousand nits, we were getting mm. flash banged mm-hmm. uh, playing Black Ops and shit. Like yeah, that dude, hurts. That, that was rugged. Eight hundred is pretty bright still. The problem is in OLED displays is like the if you have ABL. That's the problem. Oh, dude, it's the bane of my yeah. existence. It's yeah. it's honestly like my only complaint with this display. 
I think you're right. That's the one problem. Like 800 nits, that's fine, dude. That's bright enough. ABL, no, dude. That's yeah. where I draw the line. So, yeah, let's keep talking about the iPhone, dude. Um, it's got the SOS shit. I'm, I'm kind of excited about the cameras, to be honest with you. like That's probably the biggest if thing If you can do, these. like, 48 megapixel RAWs, like, yeah. I'm kind of interested to see what they look like because, like, yeah, the photodiodes are going to be super small and, yeah, the glass is going to be compromised, but, like, no camera really has, like, a like an a16 bionic in it you know what i mean so right so they said the sensor was like a lot larger uh than the previous one Mm -hmm. and i was already excited about that because physics right that means that it's going to be a bokeh boy right at least compared to previous iphones right like it's going to look a lot more natural remember when i first got i think the s20 ultra with that like 100 megapixel sensor yeah i was like yo dude that 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 was not portrait mode and you're like that's kind of cool yeah And see, the thing about it is like, um, you know, they say even like the individual like pixels are larger, like on the sensor, more or less. Like, I don't think that's the right terminology is to call them pixels. The photodiodes. The photodiodes are larger. They're theoretically going to capture more light. So you're going to have better low light. You're going to have better bokeh because the sensor's larger. Um, So physics, it's kind of like going from like you know, full frame, like uh, APS-C to full frame or something, basically. Full frame to medium format. Yeah, dude. dude. It's like, so you're going to get better just overall, like, you know, you don't have to fake the bokeh anymore for some photos. Like, you'll get real bokeh, theoretically, right? So that's good. Like, that's actually tangible. Right. So I don't know, man. Like, uh, what do you think about the camera situation, man? You're the photo guy. You're the photo guy, dude. I mean, watching that presentation, uh, I'm starting to wonder if there's a time where, like, we'll get to a point now where, like, you won't replace physical hardware, but, like, computational will be good enough. Right. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, so I, you know, I think we could talk about this for quite a bit because yeah. I think you're right, man. Like, once, I think phone cameras, even though we still have physics, like, you, you know, a larger sensor is going to give you... uh I guess bokeh performance, right? You're going to get low light performance uh, with a large sensor, but like we're so good computationally now that we can compensate for low light problems. We're so good computationally that we can like add like so much sharpness and clean up the grain. And like, I was going to say, like, when you look at programs like Topaz, Denoise, AI, and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, that's it blows kinda, the mind how good yeah, it is. It, it really does. Like, it's so, like, that's the thing, dude, in general, in the industry. Like, we've been able to do so much with images now. Not just, like, you, you see what we're doing with, like, AI art and shit now. It's like crazy. AI upscaling has, like, entered a new era. Like, we've been able to do, like, crazy shit. And, like, being able to clean up an image now, that's, like, common. Yeah. And, like, we can do it really, really well. So, like, that's where I feel like these mobile cameras, like, they're they're honestly replacing. They've already replaced, like, most people having a camera. They they for sure replace point and shoots for right. sure yeah like um, point and shoots are dead yeah like there's still big reasons to get those those like a ones and like a seven fours and stuff like no and, you know I just want to point out and, and and say that nothing is going to replace a traditional camera for a very long time no uh but I'm no longer in the camp of saying it's impossible. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm at the point now, I was on the Z Fold 4 subreddit, and, like, I don't know what the circle jerk is right now, but everyone is, like, posting, look at this photo I took yeah, but on like, my that's Fold like, 4. That, that, that's, like, part of the new phone ecosystem, right? Because, <laughs> like, for the average person, 
this is their only camera experience. Right. You know what I mean? So like if you go on the iPhone subreddit when it comes out, that's going to be the thing. Yeah, the same thing, right? And yeah. look at the new camera, you know? And I'm just like, I, I'm just like, I'm tired of these posts, but like that's because like, I feel like I'm not surprised. I mean, in some of them, I'm like, I mean, damn, that's a good shot, right? Like, because ultimately at that point, like, we're we're at the point where, like, how good the shot is is all about the person taking it, the composition, right? You know, the lighting, like the the conditions, like right. the the tool is like good enough, right? You know what I mean? No, so, like, no, 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 I vibe with that. You know, I feel like the tool is good enough. Like the, the i, like the iPhones, the the Fold Four. Like these cameras are pretty good. Like yeah. I was taking pictures of my son, and I was like, you know, dang, like this looks really good. We went to like a little, uh, I don't know, it was like a little farm with chickens and shit, and he's holding a chicken. I took a picture. I was like, dang, like this looks good. Like there's bokeh, you know, he's look really sharp. He pops, you know. Like I was like, this is a great photo, actually. Um, and I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I expected worse, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I had brought my big ass camera, like that would have been a lot of work to but get that fun. same shot. No, I love photography. Don't get me yeah. wrong, dude. I just didn't do it. Like I just used what I had on me. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm impressed. Right. So yeah, I mean, you know, I That's st- a Chase Jarvis quote, by the way. <clears throat> what is? He's a, he's a famous photographer. Yeah. And he's kind of known because someone asked him, what's the best camera? And his answer is the one I have on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's true. I mean, that's, it is what it is, man. Like, you can get, I mean, shit, dude. Look at the people taking uh, photos with vintage cameras and stuff. Yeah. It's like, shitty cameras have charm. Right. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? they do. They you do. Can, you can take good photos with it's crap kind of tools. Like, um, kind of like that, uh. Why people buy like those really old Leica lenses? Yeah, you know, like they're not optically perfect, right? But they're just but that's optically why they pleasing. like them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're just pleasing, yeah. dude. You know? Yeah. So I guess like I, you know, mostly I'm very happy with the camera improvements. Like we actually have significant ones. I think this year, right. I whereas agree. like previous years it was like, eh, eh. This year it's like okay, big boy sensor. Yeah, okay. Now I'm yeah. on. I'm bored. Yeah. So that's like pretty hype and then like obviously you're getting video improvements blah 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 i want to talk about that gimbal stabilization that looked pretty good yeah so we could talk about that so they have uh i have the website here the idea is uh what they market it as action mode right so the idea is um it's like a really aggressive like um image stabilization right like a digital one right that's basically what we're looking at with this. Sure. It's using, uh, which, is it using the wide for this or is it using something else? I don't know which way, what it's using for it. Yeah. Wides ger- generally have better stabilization by default. Right, you have yeah. more because you're going to have to crop. Like any kind of digital st- stabilization, you crop. So it's going to have to calculate and crop the image to get it to be this stable. And I got to say, it looks really good. From the demos they showed, I'm, I'm very impressed with their... Uh, yeah stabilization algorithm like we we've seen it before i just want to say that i don't really trust their demos because i got burned real bad on the cinematic mode on video that thing is awful i haven't uh, i remember just playing with it a little bit it's bad because like well it's a gimmick well the reason it's a gimmick is really because of their their fake bokeh isn't smart enough it's not good enough yeah right as much as like they're really good at calculating that stuff, like it's still fake as hell. It's still 
has big misses on hair and stuff. We memed on it pretty hard, I think, on this podcast where we were like, look how the demos they showed were like perfect conditions. No one had weird yeah. hair. They used like a yeah. space suit with like no weird outlines yeah, or a space anything. Suit with like a white space suit. They with used a black like a background. bald guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, exactly. Like, you could be like, yo, Alex, cut out the astronaut. And he'd be like, done. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with these like uh, safety scissors that kids yeah. use, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, that's the demo they were using. That's why cinematic mode was kind of a joke. Yeah. It's like all their demos were like, I'm a bald guy and you're going to have it pull focus. Like, it's going <laughs> to. I know, right? Yeah, it's perfect. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that this is a little less gimmicky because it doesn't have really room for error. Uh, right. It just has to do like really good um, image st- stabilization algorithm. That's really all it has to do, and use the wide or something. Like we might have to, we might have like a better. It, it it I don't know. It's just it's cool. It's a cool feature. Might as well add it, right? I don't feel like it's a game changer, but we'll see. Maybe people will do some cool stuff with it. Because like it's not like you couldn't take a video and then use like Adobe's like image stabilization or like. You know, I, I was going to say DaVinci Resolves, but to be honest, their image stabiliz- stabilization sucks. Yeah, their stave's not that great. I've, like, worked really hard to make it work, and, like, it just is garbage. Like, Adobe's Im- image stabilization is way better, um, like, in Premiere Pro. But, yeah. But I don't know, man. Better camera, A16, Bionic. Let me tell you, if I... If I didn't get the fold, the fold didn't exist. Yeah, I would get the 14 Pro and the Ultra Watch. Okay, is you wouldn't get like the Max or anything? Yeah, that's you get the big one. Yeah, yeah, you get the big one. Yeah. So I mean, I would get the purple. I would get the watch. I mean, it's a good phone, man. I think that this phone is probably going to be the camera crown again. What do you think? That's the real question because we have great. Uh, I think so too. I think so too. I I, I think there's one thing that I do want to address, um, on that front a little bit, not, not so much on the camera front, but on the, on the iPhone 14 front. Okay. Um, because I just said like, if the fold didn't exist, um, when do you think Apple's going to return to return to actual form and give us something innovative that isn't silicon? Okay. So when's the last time we had a new product category from Apple? Like, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Because obviously AirPods were a new product category at one point, you know, and now it's like the biggest headphone industry there is. Like literally AirPods uh, make more money than like all other audio industry, I think. Like when it comes to headphones. Uh, They're like a – they like just Apple's AirPod division makes more than most full-blown audio business. Yeah, but that's because, like, they're not targeting people who are into sound. They're just targeting yeah. everyone. Right. Which, you know, I mean, good on them, you know? Like, that's crazy. Oh, no, I agree. That's not, that's not, that's not like, a complaint. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like... Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Kelly wants to go to the gym. She's like, I'm going to buy AirPods. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not going to say, like, the I'm going to go to name. Worldwide Stereo and buy Focal Utopias, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's the household name, right? Like, they yeah. have a way of making the product a household name that's why people call tablets ipads even if they're Mm. not ipads that's why xerox yeah exactly like it's like it's now the like when it goes xerox you got airpods like people don't talk about like oh you got like wireless earbuds they're like oh yeah you got airpods people buy like knockoff airpods 
because they look like AirPods, but they're a little cheaper. Like they little cheaper boys. Yeah, yeah, it's like people buy like the AliExpress version. Yeah. Like, oh, it looks like it's like it's it's just so funny. It's like you could have bought. You know what headphones piss me off the most? Raycons. Raycons. Yep, you took really? words right out oh, of my mouth. Dude, dude. Look at me. Because they suck. Did you suck? They're really they, bad. They're like literally like a Chinese like no name. Like, did you ever put actually hear stamp? Raycons? Because no. I did. No, dude. I did, dude. They sound like um, they're all treble. Like that's just the best thing I can say about them. What? Is they're all treble. You figure they'd be bassy? No, they're it. all treble, dude. No way. They're all treble all day. That sounds like shit already. You figure they'd be bassy. Like that's kind of like the no. cheaper headphone thing to do. Like we're gonna crank the bass up, and then like that'll give you the illusion that they're high high. No, or some no, shit. these boys have no bass. They are just. Oh, uh, okay. So they cans. went the opposite direction that Beats went. Yeah, yeah. They they're like, no, nah, dude. Trebles the hi fi. Trebles the hi fi. <laughs> that's dude. that's the good shit. No, that's crazy. No, I, I've had a couple people I've known with Raycons, and like the thing about Raycons is like they just got popular because of the fucking ads. Like yeah, they're dude, marketing Ray legends and Raycons. Yeah, dude. it's literally a marketing fucking uh, god tier move because they're just a Chinese no name stamp your logo on these headphones brand. Literally, that's what they are. But the marketing they took off, and like it's like, dude, I'm I'm disappointed that you bought the Raycons. <laughs> I didn't buy them. No, not you, but uh, like all my friends that uh that have bought them, all the people I've known. I'm just like I'm shaking my head. I don't want to say shit. I want to say shit. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna be like, yo, man, you made a mistake. But uh, you can buy cheaper headphones that are way better. Um, anyway. That was a rant. All right, man. iPhone. So I t- iPhone 14 Pro. I like the new design. What's the cost, by the way? Did we get a cost increase? Because that was rumored. So pricing on the Pro is from $999 and Pro Max no. is uh, $1099. No, yeah. So, I mean, pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, that's. I'm glad that we don't have a cost increase. I was. I suspected there might be, but but we did get Deep Purple, though. I mean, I know you're excited about that, but I can't do purple phone, dude. I'd probably do deep purple. I'd probably do 256. I would do, if I was buying one today, I would do 14 Pro in, I'm sorry, 14 Pro Pro Max Max in silver, 512. Silver looks good. 512 is a good size. See, like, I've been playing a lot of Wild Rift on my phone, and occasionally dabbling in Genshin Impact and Call of Duty Mobile. Nice. So I've also been downloading music right. uh to my to my Spotify. Um for one reason. Uh I actually use Apple Music a lot, but I've been trying out Spotify because I got three months free with my fold. Right. Uh but because if I'm in a lower service area, like if I'm driving on like the Pennsylvania Turnpike or something, right, and I have a song downloaded on my phone, it will always play highest quality. Whereas if I'm in like a low service area where I have like one bar of 4G, it sounds like ass when I stream it. <laughs> so if yeah. I have the storage, I figured why not, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's like you might as well just have all your songs like cached. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's I the mean, advantage. I, I have like, the storage, so I said, why not, you know? Yeah. I mean, they do that. Even YouTube lets you download videos, like cache mm-hmm. copies. Like if you like have a watch later, like you, you can have it auto download all that stuff. Pretty good for plane rides, stuff like that. 
So I guess it is sometimes nice to have local storage. But, you know, when I bought the Fold 4 and I was looking at it, um, I went back to my Fold 3 at the end of its one-year lifespan, and I looked at how much storage I used, and it was well under 256. So I was I'm like... At, I just looked at mine right now, and yeah. I'm at 312 used. Okay, so like in your case, maybe, you know, like like for me, if I ended up like hitting that 256 cap... I would just like delete all my 4K videos or take take sure. them off the phone, right? Because sure. I have a ton of videos that I just took on my phone, so I would just like copy them off and then delete them, and then I'd be good, right? Yeah. So um, also, like, especially because like um, if the if the cameras are as good as they say they are, right? Um, uh, I would want to use maybe that ProRes video at some time, and that eats up space like you wouldn't believe. So, I mean, yeah, it's the same thing with like uh like high res 4k video and stuff like that that's already kind of chonky but like it would be even worse with like the pro res video oh my god like yeah it'd be pretty beefy so i guess having like that's the one use case like if you take a lot of videos then i think yeah uh the bigger ones would be like useful sure especially if you don't want to be copying off all the time uh like airdrop like that's the only way i know to get shit off of your iphone is airdrop i don't know how to like you're not gonna do like the lightning connection usb like two speeds dude uh it's like insane oh this is pretty funny so i'm on the uh which iphone is right for you page and they um you know i was checking out and it so it was like at the bottom of the checkout you were checking out dude well, I was just like configuring Checking one, like, you know, and at the bottom, it's funny because they, you know, they have all the phones lined up and then like they have like dynamic Island is like a selling point for like the pro dynamic and then they Island, have, they have it dude. like blank everywhere else. Like there's no dynamic Island on this phone or this one. <laughs> no dynamic yeah. Island here, dude. It's no like, bro, Island you, in sight, dude. Yeah. If it's get like, it if you want here, dynamic dude. Island, dude, you gotta get that new phone. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's just funny that they show it like that. They still show the SE. Dude, the SE is, like, four from 429, and then, like, it's like, ugh. I guess if you want, like, an absolute cheap boy, but, like, dang. So it's 429 for the SE, 599 for 13. They're still selling that. 14 799 and then 14 Pro is 999 from 9999 I mean so yeah I, I don't know cool but we we don't care about iPhones apparently right now so this iPhone I mean it gives you what you would expect out of iPhone I, like to me the, the the island was a little bit of a curveball the dynamic island and I really like what they've done with the always on display but like that's not oh yeah dude the AOD know. is it's so nice. Yeah, it is. Like, just looking at it and it's marketing, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like, they did a really good job on it. But other than that, like, that's not why you buy phones, right? Like, like really. Like, that's like, if you look at the Fold, how much more significant is what the Fold does compared to, like, a dynamic island or, like, an always-on display? Like, these yeah, are nice the things. Dynamic island, dude. Like, I'd say the biggest significant upgrade the 14 has uh the 14 pro has is the new camera sensor but we have yet to really see in real world uh we need people to actually take some photos 
Like, I can't wait to see MKBHD, like, put a video out and, like, you know, show us, like, some comparisons and stuff. That will be good. I was like, is he going to put out a video today? Like, when's he get the phone? I wonder. He's had, he's had his SIM in it for a few weeks, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His eSIM, dude. Uh-huh. I guess we should wrap this podcast up, but I kind of want to, like, end it by talking about the fold a little bit because we... We haven't really had the opportunity sure. I mean, to... We, we could do that now, or we can do that next podcast, so we have the full podcast, because I have a lot to say, man. Yeah, we probably do need the full podcast for it. I have a lot to say. Yeah. So I guess uh, that'll be our teaser. Teaser, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's just the talk about the... we're both uh, holding, and we're not going back. That's right. That's the teaser. Tune in next time to find out why. <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z, dude. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, I guess, uh, what was your overall Galaxy impression Fold of the... Yeah, I did. But, uh, yeah, the event. What was your takeaway, your final thoughts? Uh, I'm more pleased with this event than I was with the previous iPhone event. That's okay. that's probably that's probably the biggest compliment I can give it is yeah. they gave us more than they gave us last year. You know? Right. So, like, no big surprises, but it was it was still better. Than last time. Yeah. That sounds about right. I mean, last year's phone wasn't like anything to me. I was just like, okay, what? Right. It was like an S year, but like worse. Because we didn't get a new feature. Yeah, we didn't get really anything that I cared about. So like, at least in this one, like the new phone has some things that are like significant. But you know what really, I always think back to the change from like the iPhone 7 to the 10. You know, that was like leaps and bounds yeah. significant. That was revolutionary, not right? revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I want to see a revolution, revolutionary product. The last one I've seen was like the Fold. I'll say that. The Z Fold was like the last like real revolutionary product for me. And then like, but I wasn't ready to buy the first gen one, right? The second gen was when they finally figured it out. Right. And it's I been agree. a banger ever since that. refining what was already pretty great. So like, I want to see Apple put out like another, you know, revolutionary product. So I do too. I do it'll too. be, it'll probably be a while. I'm excited for the next iPad. I'm probably going to buy the next iPad. I don't know. I like, I'm the opposite. I'm thinking about getting the next, uh, the galaxy tab. Oh, not for me. Not for me, for my mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I was in the market too, like, you know, for a new iPad. So I was like waiting for the next one. But then I looked at the Samsung ones, like you were talking about with like the Tab Ultra or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, S8 Ultra. I want a bigger tablet, but I'm going to wait yeah. until the S9s come out to make a decision. But I'm probably going to get one for my mother. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Like, um, we'll see what they do. Hopefully, the next gen iPads are great. So let's wrap good. it up, dude. Yeah. I think we wrap it up. I think so. Yeah. Let's just hit the music. Hit the tunes, dude. Hit the tunes. Thanks for tuning in to the Technostatic Podcast. It's been a good one. Good Apple event. Good, good event. Good event. Yeah, anyway, check us out on YouTube, technostatic.com and uh, all the places. Listen to our podcast and uh, give us a like if you like the video if you're on YouTube. And give us a subscribe. And we'll see you guys yeah. next time on the podcast. Yeah. It's been good. It's been good.